You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. And do you know what? When I came back from India, like I think that diet combined with all of the yoga, I can't even explain to you how incredible I felt. I was happy. I was motivated to go and do stuff. I had so many ideas um, with what I wanted to do with yoga. And I, I felt amazing. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I, w- I want you to describe that more. Like what, what were the things you find yourself able to do that you wouldn't have been able to do say in February you know before you went um I just felt like really alive um energized um happy there wasn't no negative thought crossed my mind I just felt like I was living like a hundred percent and that I was ready for anything um yeah I just felt full of like a zest for life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you put that down to the exercise or the nutrition change? I'm going to say both because uh-huh. I don't think that by just doing one, you could achieve that. I think you need to, you do need to work on your mind and your body at the same time. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Ricky is a fitness industry expert, having been helping people achieve their fitness goals since 2002. We talk everything fitness, business, and group exercise to help you on your fitness journey. Welcome to the podcast, Turner. Laura, turn it to the podcast now. Laura, welcome to the podcast show. I'm going to speak with Laura. Laura Turner, 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 Turner. Laura Turner's coming on the podcast. I'm going to call her on the Zoom phone. She's having trouble with her connection. I think I'm going a bit crazy. Laura Turner signing on the Zoom call. Laura Turner is called Loops. Hello. Hello. Hi. Are you right? I am very good. I've been amusing myself for the last couple of minutes just singing waiting for you to come on to the podcast <laughs> yeah sorry about that <laughs> ha, sorry literally just pissing around there as i was editing what an episode i am bringing to you today courtesy of laura turner this is episode 64 of the ricky long podcast i'm really enjoying the podcasters i do that go like this two things happen One, I get absolutely schooled on a subject I don't know too much about. Laura is an expert in group exercise and has many, many years in group exercise experience. You will best know Laura from the world of Les Mills. She is a Les Mills UK trainer for Shabam, Jam and Tone. You'll hear a lot about that in the podcast. And what Laura has also started to do is she has practiced being a vegan. I don't know a lot about vegan and the, the ways and the foods, etc, etc. So it was really, really nice just to, for me to be a little bit kind of dumb for a while and just ask someone who is practicing the, the subject, the topic 
on what we're chatting about. So I got a really, really good personal education. Hope that comes across in the podcast. And the second thing I've really, really enjoyed doing when podcasts go this way is I forgot we were recording. Um, so it just turned into a conversation, particularly about three quarters of the way into it. So you'll hear us jump around uh, subjects and do really, really seamless poor links to come back to where we're meant to be. Um, so yeah, really, really enjoy this. Big thank you to Laura for letting me do this podcast. There is a surprise in this podcast, which Laura does not know I have inserted in. So you're going to have to listen out for that. Um, it's about 50 minutes into the podcast. But yeah, great episode with Laura Turner. This episode, number 64 of the Ricky Long Podcast, sponsored by Pony for Sport, Northern Ireland Sports Retailer of the Year for 2018. And right now, Pony for Sport are doing a number of exceptional deals for Christmas. Be sure to go and check out their website, check out their social media pages, and tell them Ricky Long sent you. Otherwise, over to the podcast. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Welcoming to the Ricky Long Podcast, a Miss Laura Turner. Laura is a group exercise manager for Nuffield Health. And Laura is also a Les Mills trainer presenter for, I want to get this right, Shabam. She's smiling. Jam. <laughs> Shabam, Body Jam, and Les Mills Tone. Awesome, awesome. I, I could have cocked up there and got that wrong. <laughs> so I've, I've known, known Laura a long time. Um, we do tend to go through pockets of time where we do see a lot of each other because we'll be at quarterly workshops at the same time. And then we'll go through longer periods of time where we don't see each other because there's quarterly workshops just the way they're spread out. Um, so rather than me go on a little bit further, Laura, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you on. We are going to chat about uh, a lot of things, group fitness, a lot of things, exercise, and a lot of things, nutrition. But just before we do, why don't you give people just a little background about who you are and what you do and a little bit about your career? So um, as Ricky's kind of already introduced me um, as a presenter, trainer for Les Mills, for Jam, Shabam, and Tone, uh, yes, I do group exercise management for Nuffield as well. Um, I have actually only been with that branch of Nuffield Health for a few months. So before then I was um, freelance uh, for the past year. And then I've worked for other gym chains before that. Um, Career-wise, I guess I came into the group fitness uh, scene <laughs> back in 2006. Um, I did the exercise to music course, thanks to my mum for kind of throwing that in there in, um, to go and train for that. Um, I then trained a body combat and it kind of snowballed from there. I mean, I can go into more detail <laughs> if you'd like. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did the body combat training. I was teaching some freestyle dance as well as aerobics. So. I loved the choreography side of it because I'd, um, I did uh, musical theatre at college. So we did lots of kind of choreography, singing, that kind of thing. So I love that side of it. Not that there's singing in body combat, unless you come to my class. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd come to that class. <laughs> yeah, no one used to come to my classes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so I did that part time and I actually worked in an estate agents at the time. And mm -hmm. um, that was great fun. Uh, it was me and my friend, Catherine running the office alone. Um, unfortunately, I got made redundant from that job uh, when the uh, 
the company changed hands um, and then they decided to let some people go. So I guess that was a good thing because then that made me kind of go on to do some other things. And that's when I went to work for LA Fitness at the time. So I went into group exercise management then. Um, my mum had actually done the role before me. So oh, wow. um, yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, that's good. I, I never knew that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I went into that. Um, I was then made redundant again, same year. Great year for Laura. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, basically I was able to stay in, in the business. We just changed roles because it kind of restructured. Um, so yeah, I, I worked for LA Fitness and then some, a few things happened and I ended up going to Lanzarote to work as part of their aerobics team. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, kind of a few things happened, like had a car accident, my uh, relationship at the time failed. So um, again, bad things, but good things came from it. So yeah, I went to live abroad, which was fantastic. Um, and then from there, I kind of, I knew what I wanted to do with the rest, you know, of my life, was set myself some goals from Lanzarote. And that's when I moved to London. And that's when it snowballed and I trained in every single Les Mills program going, <laughs> you know, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> so yeah, that's me. Oh, awesome. Th- thank you for sharing that. I'm going to throw a couple of quick fire questions at you, um, which I haven't warned you about. So quick fire questions, chocolate or crisps? Chocolate. Dogs or cats? Ah, oh, dogs. Sunset or sunrise? Ooh, sunset. Sun or snow? Sun. Every <laughs> time. Uh, Dance or traditional gym stuff? Dance. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> Dance, yeah. Very uh, um, Batman or Iron Man? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Iron Man. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> it, most people say Iron Man, but nobody would have said Iron Man like 15 years ago. It's no. only because of what Marvel have done and have made <laughs> uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. so, uh, so popular. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. So the, I, I wanted to get you on. We we caught up um, at our tribal gathering what last month, yes. and I wanted to get you on because for those that do or maybe don't know, maybe don't know too much about the subject, Laura is a vegan, correct? Correct. Yeah, and my knowledge on vegan is quite limited, and and that's mainly because I've never practiced it myself. I haven't really dealt with a lot of you know clients on a one to one basis about it. Um, and I must admit, I, I haven't read a lot of literature, like a lot of evidence-backed stuff. I've read blogs and stuff of people who do practice a vegan diet. And I wanted to get you on just to chat specifically about um, your choices in becoming a vegan, what that looks like on a day-to-day life and teaching all the group fitness programs and the effects that has on your life. Because I do believe there'll be a lot of people who will listen to this who maybe are fitness professionals and might have had a look at it or might just come and do group exercise classes, etc. So um, why don't you tell people what being a vegan is? Because some people still aren't too sure. I actually Googled it in yeah. preparation for this because yeah. I wanted to make sure my thought process of what vegan was was um, aligned with Google's yeah. definition. And I'm pleased to say it was. <laughs> so <laughs> what is a vegan? <laughs> Um, well, let's hope that I don't get this wrong, hey? So, <laughs> um, so being vegan is basically not eating anything that contains something that's derived like from animals. Uh-huh. Um, 
in my eyes, there are kind of different stages of this. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you, you know, you can be a vegetarian where you don't eat meat or fish. Um, and being vegan is uh, so not only meat and fish, but no dairy as well. So that'd be like milk, eggs, butter, you know, mayonnaise, ice cream, chocolate, um, even like protein bars where you've got whey protein in it as well. So stuff like that. Um, you can kind of go to the extremes as well. Um, like for example, honey, um, yes, bees make it, but maybe you get a more kind of natural source of honey. Um, so some vegans I know do eat honey, some don't. So in my eyes, there are kind of different levels uh -huh. of that. Um, like, like super vegan and entry level vegan yeah, levels? Yeah. <laughs> vegan le level one, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so what, um, how long have you been vegan and you know kind of why did you make that choice because i i believe it's quite a recent thing in terms of like your life yeah that's very very true so i've been vegan um i'd say properly since um uh okay let me rephrase that sorry so i went on a yoga training in mm -hmm. india in at the end of february and we um ate a vegan diet it was actually a sattvic diet which i can tell you more about in a moment yeah um for the entire time we were there which was fantastic the food was amazing um and so when i got home from there i didn't have any i didn't want to eat any meat i didn't have that desire which was quite nice mm -hmm. um so i said right i'm gonna be vegetarian because i still wanted to have like protein bars and things like that because i don't i never actually drank milk and uh, i didn't have much dairy in my diet before anyway so i was vegetarian then for a month after i got home so let's say for the month of april um and then i just thought do you know what because I, I don't have dairy and i'm not eating meat i may as well try and actually just be full vegan there weren't mm -hmm. <laughs> there weren't that many changes um so it's been from may that i've been fully vegan and that's May this year okay um, the, the main for me was that I wasn't having protein bars, chocolate, cakes, uh, pick a mix, <laughs> um, and just other little things where you wouldn't think, you know, that there are um, animal products in like a packet of prawn cocktail crisps or, um, you know, the other crisp flavors like Doritos, yeah. cheese, not that I eat them anyway, but um, there are some things where you wouldn't think that there are milk or whey in it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's just little things like that, main changes for me. Yeah, so, so just to get a timeline on that, so it was March this year you went on that yoga retreat? Uh, yeah, end of February, all of March. And then it was April, you came home and you went mm -hmm. vegetarian and then it was yeah. from May. Um, mm -hmm. So what, what, if I can ask, what did your diet look like before? And then was when you were on the yoga retreat, you obviously knew you were probably going to do a, a vegetarian vegan diet, but mm -hmm. how, how was that like, how did that look? Because was that just a one day I'm eating, I don't know, cheeseburgers with milkshakes <laughs> and the next day I'm eating lettuce. So I'm, <laughs> I'm stereotyping here, but did you just, did yeah, you yeah. go, did you just go straight for or did you taper your way into it? No, it was, it was full on straight away. So, um, I mentioned that I didn't have much dairy before. So, and I wasn't a massive meat eater. Like I'd have like, you know, chicken this or, bacon sandwich or um what else did I used to eat oh okay so yeah no I went straight in straight in there was no tapering off or anything like that so yeah mm -hmm. and, and how did that feel kind of both physically and, and mentally 
do you know what? It felt fine. I was quite happy to not eat meat there. Um, it, it wasn't an issue for me because I know that I can cope without it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. the, the one thing I struggled with, and it, it's not meat, um, because it was a sattvic diet. Um, so I don't know if you've heard of kind of sattvic diet. No, I've got a note to ask you what that is. Okay. I have never heard of that before. Um, okay. And I was kind of thinking, oh dear, I haven't heard of this diet before. Am I? Will she explain it or am I going to have to ask the question? But, so I've asked the question, what is it? <laughs> okay, so basically within yoga and Ayurveda, so, uh, you know, separate from yoga, but um, they're like, they say it's three forces of life. Uh, so the, one of the forces is sattva. So if you have a sattvic diet, you're eating the foods or putting, you know, substances into your body that are great for your body and your mind. Therefore... Uh, things like caffeine and alcohol are not sattvic. Um, mm -hmm. So we can have, I couldn't have any coffee. Mm -hmm. That's what I struggled with. <laughs> and an, no alcohol, which was fine. I could not drink alcohol. Um, so my struggle was not having a cup of coffee in the morning or having biscuits in the afternoon with another coffee. <laughs> so I'm fine without the meat. <laughs> it was the caffeine that was really, really hard. Oh, that's good. And what, what other foods would be included in this? I'm just, I'm really curious now. Um, okay, I'm going to have to do a bit of searching here. Um, Sorry, I'll keep it in. I'll just, I'll just pad for time. I'll just, just chat okay. about the day, and then you know, went, went for a swim today. And this, <laughs> this, this podcast gold. People love this. They love it when this right. happens. I'm just going to have to run and grab one notebook. All right. Yeah. We perfect. To... Yeah. So, so what's happening now is, um, because. I like my podcast to do this. I like it to turn into a bit of a conversation and I'll always send my guests on some questions beforehand and then hopefully we can get some topics going around that. So Laura just mentioned the, the Safek diet. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And I have never heard of that before. So I've just, I've hit her with a couple of questions. So I can see her in the back of her room right now. She's searching for uh, some sort of encyclopedia, I can guess. <laughs> Hang on, is there somewhere? Hang on. <laughs> I know where it is. I should have got this ready beforehand. But uh, I, I, I didn't know. I've never heard of the Satvic diet. Like I've got notes in my phone. You, I have tried to spell it. S A T F I C. Okay, so it's um, S A double T. Uh huh. V I C. Awesome. Okay, so I found my list, and the Satvic diet contains foods like fruits so all fruits dried fruits vegetables pulses nuts and seeds you've got oils herbs uh, most spices milk like um, nut milk so like cashew milk almond milk uh, you could even have oat milk rice milk um, sweets as long as it's not got gelatine in it so do you know what if you go to the pick and mix counter <laughs> if you actually read the ingredients you can find some that are gelatine free i've been there um and if you can find some good quality kind of locally sourced honey that's not mass produced and that's great as well and um so it's sattvic because of the the energy that it's got in it and it's really good for your obviously like i said mind and body and those things that you're taking away like meat fish um dairy alcohol so uh it, that's considered tamasic so that's another of uh, the yogic terms they use and it's tamasic food is bad for your mind and your body and 
you know, I don't know if all of us have experienced this, but like a hangover. <laughs> so that's obviously doesn't feel great. Um, and alcohol, you know, will lower your inhibitions and make you do stupid stuff. Uh, definitely been there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that, yeah, that, that comes under tomasic. Um, and there's some other things in there as well, like, um, mushrooms, um, onions, garlic, uh, obviously drugs, that's tomasic, because, yeah, that definitely affects your mind and body. Um, so it's a really, really interesting subject. So if you're interested in it, definitely look it up, definitely. And the other thing that I wanted to mention was stuff like caffeine. Um, so that comes under rajasic um, food, or rajaguna, it's called, that's one of the forces. So, again, I can go into that more later, perhaps. And um, because caffeine is a stimulant for your mind, so it can make your mind really restless. So yogis they want to calm the mind um and eat stuff that's good for your mind and body so that's why all of this goes together um within the satvic diet i'm gonna have to go and find myself a, a satvic athlete and get them on to the regular podcast so yeah, i can learn more this is where i yeah. do my best research just chatting to people and just being a little bit dim about things you know, what's that yeah. what's that <laughs> yeah it's really interesting and do you know what when i came back from india like i think that diet combined with all of the yoga I can't even explain to you how incredible I felt. I was happy. I was motivated to go and do stuff. I had so many ideas um, with what I wanted to do with yoga. And I, I felt amazing. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I, w- I want you to describe that more. Like what, what were the things you found yourself able to do that you wouldn't have been able to do, say, in February, you know, before you went? Um, I just felt like really alive um energized um happy there wasn't no negative thought crossed my mind i just felt like i was living like a hundred percent and that i was ready for anything um yeah i just felt full of like a zest for life you know mm-hmm. yeah and did you put that down to the exercise or the nutrition change I'm going to say both because I don't think that by just doing one, you could achieve that. I think you need to, you do need to work on your mind and your body at the same time. Yeah, that's good. Cause I know, uh, quite a few people who I'd be connected with, you know, including yourself, have gone away mm-hmm. and done these different yoga retreats and different types of yoga and all that. And it's, it's all from looking at it from the outside, from my kind of ignorant point of view, it's very, very, it's not just, here you go let's come along and let's stretch for two weeks in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> it is the whole mind, body and nutritional experience. Um, yeah. So it's just interesting to find out, like this wasn't planned to go down this rabbit hole, but yeah, I'm glad we did. So to, to bring us back to, you know, where you are now and, and being a vegan and being a fitness professional. Mm-hmm. So roughly how many classes a week would you say you teach stroke train? How many hours? Um, so I do roughly, I'm just calculating in my head now, I'm going to say 15 maximum because I do cover the odd class here and there. Um, So 15 classes a week, um, about seven of those are only 30 minute classes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's less than 15 hours kind of. So so about 10 to 12 hours would be about, you know, good guess. So there's a stigma and I would be part of kind of maybe fueling the stigma a little bit mm-hmm. that yeah. if you are vegan, yeah, to be active enough to teach ten hours a week, 
exercise 10 hours a week, you're going to really, really struggle to get enough calories and food in. So um, how true is that stigma? And what do you do to get enough energy in from your chosen diet? So from my experience, I'd say that's definitely not true. Mm -hmm. um, I've been absolutely fine. Uh, I still eat as much as I did before. I just choose better foods or more wholesome foods. Mm -hmm. So it's not been a struggle, you know, energy wise at all. Um, you know, I'll still have the same kind of breakfast that I had. I've just changed my whey protein that I would put into my oats to a vegan protein. What vegan so protein do you use? Um, so I've only tried one at the moment. Oh, no, it's a lie. I've tried two. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of them was a PhD vegan protein banana. Mm -hmm. That was lovely. The one I've got at the moment is from my protein. Again, banana yeah. flavored. And that's a bit sandy, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, so, pe people will ask about those. I get quite a few questions about that from time to time mm -hmm. in some of my private groups and i always just tell them to go for the my protein but that's good to know you uh like the phd one that was you said phd yeah, yeah. it's a little yeah. bit more expensive and you get a bit less but it was much nicer okay okay yeah um so yeah i, I interrupted there kind of in your flow of uh, <laughs> okay what, what you eat to teach and train for 10 hours a week um so what do i eat very good question um so i eat i do eat some kind of processed vegan goodies so i will have like um uh like burger type things and sausages but i try not to eat too many of those but they are kind of quick and easy so you know when i'm home if i get home in the middle of the day for like an hour i'm gonna just chuck them in the oven uh, put it together with some salad or some rice um like i've got quite a big appetite so when i eat i'll make a massive plateful <laughs> and i'll probably get through all of it and if i don't then i'll save the rest for later that doesn't happen that often um <laughs> i'll eat uh what else do i have i learned how to make a lovely lentil curry that's delicious um and i'll have that either on its own uh or with some rice i also learned how to make chapatis um <laughs> really easy uh just gotta you know get your hands messy mm -hmm. <laughs> um what else do i have you know when you can't think of anything you, you eat anymore um I've, i do eat a lot of um cereal with alpro yogurt um just because that takes seconds to make and you're yeah. still getting you know carbs and protein yeah um so th just... i think that the stigma comes into it because a lot of vegan choice foods would be quite low in calories for the you know the quantity of food on your plate so it's people yeah. have because as i said at the start is people associate a vegan sitting down and having you know a bowl of lettuce which isn't yeah. going to be very very high in calories so no. that what you just mentioned are you cereal with yogurt did you say like Al a, 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 a yogurt yeah so it's yogurt. Yeah. yeah um so th there's always the like i already know there's a lot of calories in that for mm. the amount of food that would be in um, yeah. So I, I know that would be very important. Like you, you touched on it there. You say you have a big appetite. Well, it's because yeah. you're exercising 10, 12 classes a week. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you've um, got to get those high calorie foods in. So definitely. stuff like that, I think will be gold for a lot of people listening. Yeah. Um, so I eat a lot of like roasted vegetables as well. Mm -hmm. So like aubergine, courgette, carrots, parsnips, potatoes. And again, I don't just roast like, you know, one, one carrot. 
<laughs> it's like the whole bag or whatever. <laughs> so it's like two trays worth of veg because you just, you know, chop the radio on, chop up the veg, pour a bit of olive oil, salt, chuck it in the oven, and then it's done, isn't it? So um, that's good. Um, another thing that I've tried, not tried, but found um, high in calories is uh, a donut from Donut Time. Now I know they're around London, I don't know where else they've got branches, but it's a um, Biscoff Lotus donut massive okay. vegan it's delicious and calorific <laughs> <laughs> donuts and high calorie foods like donuts get a lot of mentions on the, the ricky long podcast especially from les mills uk trainer presenters i think that's laura turner and tim meadows who are dying yeah. for a donut uh contract donut <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so to kind of talk about uh, it's kind of a yes or no kind of close question. Is your teaching better now that you're a vegan compared to this time last year? Uh, compared to this time last year, 100% okay. better this year. Yeah. Um, I'd say the food probably does make a difference, but this time last year I was also freelance and teaching a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was not getting the recovery that I needed or spending time to stretch and things like that. So it was, it was definitely worse last year. Yeah. Yeah. And is that to digress just a little bit? Is that why you looked towards um, the yoga retreat? Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And what, what people will ask us, well, what type of yoga retreat was it you went on and kind of, can I put anything in the show notes about it? Uh, yeah, definitely. It was, um, it was the 200 hour teacher training um with the himalayan yoga institute and i chose that school because my mum again my mum gets a lot of mentions in this yeah. <laughs> she went the previous year and was raving about it um so she actually helped me um with the money side of things and lent me the cash to do that um she said you know if you're, lo- you're looking for something else to do that's not going to break your body so do this and i was like well thanks great yeah. and off i went I'm just going to pause a little bit for a second on, on your mum. Tell, tell us about your mum. Your mum obviously has A, a big influence on you and B, a big kind of stand in the fitness industry. So what's, what, what's your mum's story? <laughs> um, okay, so my mum's my been a fitness instructor for, uh, do you know, I don't know how many years, but I remember going to the gym when I was a kid and getting sh- like chucked into the kids playroom and we'd play on like the mega drive and the, all of that. Like, <laughs> <solid>. <laughs> um, so she, yeah, she was a gym goer at first and then she did like aerobics, um, you know, body pump, body balance. Um, and she, yeah. So I basically followed in her footsteps as it were. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she was the one because I, I wanted to be like a dancer and a singer and I found it really hard because I was never really confident and you know I was a bit bit overweight as well and it it was a tough industry and it still is Mm -hmm. and so she was like you know why don't you try this you've you've got the the love of you know what it is it's exercise to music and you know you've got the skills to do it and it just made perfect sense so I was like yeah do you know what thank you I I will do that and it, it has gone from there um and I think because she's you know probably been through the same kind of struggles of you know energy and not knowing where to go next kind of career wise um but it's helped and you know her suggestions have made a big influence in my life so yeah. what's your mum's name 
<laughs> Sarah Broadway. Shout out to Sarah Broadway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I uh, love that. Um, so kind of coming back, oh, by the way, a shout out for everyone listening. If you've ever had the privilege to listen to Laura Turner sing, by the way, it is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> if you scroll deep enough through her social media, you will see one or two videos of her singing. And when we did our tribal gathering, oh, what song was it you sang? Oh, God. <laughs> what, song, what song did you sing? It was Big Spender. Big Spender. And it oh, was God. in front of six, seven, eight, nine hundred people in Les Mills land, deep in roads. And uh, <laughs> I was just absolutely outstanding. So uh, I really enjoyed that. And uh, I, in fact, I think I still have the video on my phone. It's probably in our WhatsApp conversation. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I can use that to my advantage later. I'll use that to get people to listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Blackmail. Yeah. Uh. Oh, thank you. No, yeah. At this point, I am going to play you a couple of seconds of that video we just spoke about when Laura Turner brought the house down in Rhodes. You're going to hear about 30 seconds worth of audio from that night ripped straight from my phone. And she doesn't know I'm doing this. The first time she'll know this has happened when she listens to this podcast. <laughs> Tell you was a man of distinction, a real big spender. Wouldn't you like to know what's going on in my mind? So let me get right to the point. scheduled podcasting on the Ricky Long podcast with special guest singer Laura Turner. Yeah. Do you still I'm sing so all that? <laughs> Sorry? Do you, do you sing regularly? Um, yes and no. So I, I sing with a guitarist but um, mm -hmm. like for the last month he's been away and I've been away so we haven't actually done much recently. Um, and he's a second guitarist I've been working with while I've been living in this area. So the first one we did more kind of like soul songs, jazz songs, which I love. And I think that probably suits my voice more. Um, and that's what, you know, I, that's why I liked the song Big Spender. It's kind of like big band feel, you know? Yeah, I um, But with this guitarist, we do more kind of pop, kind of, uh, you know, soft rock, pop, that kind of thing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> ah, right. So, um, is your guitarist is he or she a vegan? Uh, he is not. I, I don't really know what he eats. If I'm honest, no idea. <laughs> sure. I'm just trying to get a seamless link back <laughs> into talking about. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's been good. Um, so, kind of, if you look at the whole kind of aspect of your life, we've kind of spoke a, a little bit about you know the the energy to teach 
and mm. the food you need. What does it look like from you know all aspects of your life? You know, if you're walking into the say you're doing quarterly workshops, it's quarterly workshop mm. weekend today. Say you walk into a different gym in another part of London and you need a quick snack. How mm. does that influence what kind of changes have you had to make in that regard of your life um so that uh, it depends where i am so if i'm kind of within let's say the m25 it's relatively easy Mm -hmm. um and i can pick up anything you know if i if i go to boots you can get a meal deal where you have like a vegan sandwich Mm -hmm. whereas they never used to do that um, if I'm somewhere else, it's going to be like a bag of plain crisps, <laughs> which yeah, is really, um, you know, a bit boring. Um, you might get some dark chocolate. So the, the choices are limited, let's say. So um, I do have to think about that in advance and maybe take some backup snacks. Um, because let's face it, no one likes to be caught out with no food, right? <laughs> Definitely not. Instructor's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Especially if you're traveling by train and then you've got no access whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do, I'd rather take my own snacks than kind of rely on what's going to be available at, at the time, wherever I am. Mm-hmm. And what, what about, I've just asked it cause it come up at the start of the conversation. What about alcohol? Alcohol. Um, my habits with alcohol haven't really changed. Um, and you start every day, 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, exactly. beer in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Got one right now. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, there are certain wines you can buy that are vegan, and I think it's the way that it's produced. Um, I don't drink wine, by the way. Um, so my drink, I'll have gin or uh, rum. And again, I don't know whether they're specifically classed as vegan. Um, I don't know. This is something that's a bit of a gray area and I probably should look into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, so if we go what like positive and negative impacts in your life, what what has vegan done in a yeah positive or negative impactful way for your life? You, you can start with whatever one you prefer there. Um, so positive impact, um, I would say that one of the biggest things for me is that I eat a lot less sugary foods mm-hmm. um, because, because of the job. Um, and some instructors might relate with this, you know, they'll eat a lot of biscuits or sweets or, you know, you get home and then for me, it was like, Oh, look at this packet of French fancies. Let's eat all eight of them. Um, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no Nutella. Um, so yeah, I think overall I'm probably like you say, I'm eating less calories. Um, I'm making better food choices. So like I can be quite lazy when it comes to cooking. And when I wasn't vegan, I'd just eat anything when I got home. Whereas now I'll make the effort to put the vegetables into the oven and cook them and then eat Mm -hmm. them. So that's good. Um, One of the biggest impacts for me as well is that I'm, I used to get bloated quite a lot. And I think that I perhaps maybe had a slight intolerance to some milk products. Uh, because like I said, I never drank milk. It was only in certain products that I'd have it. And I was bloated a lot. Um, sometimes I'd look like four or five months pregnant. <laughs> for no reason. Um, so that's, that's happening a lot less, like barely at all, to be fair. Um, and, and the other thing I was going to say is that before I became vegan, because I didn't eat dairy and as I was growing up and things like that, you know, I didn't want any sandwiches because there was always like butter, margarine or mayo in it. So I'd always be considered like, oh, you know, you've got weird 
weird diet or you know you're really fussy and I'd have pizza with no cheese um whereas now it's more accepted mm -hmm. um and I feel like oh I don't have to make my excuses anymore and that people just like oh, okay yeah you're vegan great so that's a really nice positive impact for me yeah and I think again coming back to that stigma it is a lot more accepted now and you know th there is food menus choices available on menus yeah. um so i'll go back to when we had our i want to call it one tribe tmx whatever it was a couple of months ago for those listening changes every single year <laughs> um so there was a, a little after party gathering where there was alcohol and food and it was when we asked the guy who was serving the food they were just coming around with like trays what, what are they called Canapes, like uh, canapes, yeah, yeah, something like, yeah, yeah, something like that. We're, like we were, we were actually there. Um, yeah. <laughs> remember when I said to him, "Do you have anything vegan?" And they could not have been more helpful. And they actually came mm. over with a full tray of vegan stuff. It was great. I was loving life. Potatoes, Did you get any? Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird <laughs> sweet potato kind of mush. Do you yeah, remember? it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, it was me, you, and Dave just living a living a good vegan life for for a night. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and what what about because again, I, I'm keen to know this. Um, you, you spoke earlier on just about um, you, you, your physique and weight loss. Have you experienced? Mm. You said about bloating as well. So have you experienced mm. that you've gone vegan? What 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 have you experienced with kind of physique and weight loss and that sort of thing, and maybe even strength? Um, so I think overall, I haven't lost a great deal of weight because I still eat a good amount of food for mm -hmm. the energy that I'm spending. Um, so what else? Sorry, I'm lost again. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Just what, what have you kind of noticed in your own kind of physique changes, oh. strength, um, fat loss, fat gain, you've already said about being bloated. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think I've lost any weight, M maybe just a little, but not a great deal. Like my clothes still fit. Um, strength wise, do you know what? It's, I, I'm not really sure about strength wise because I used to teach body pump maybe a few times a week and I've stopped doing that since the summer. Um, so I think because of dropping body pump, I'd say that I feel not as strong. Uh, but that's because I'm not doing any much specific weight training right now. Um, only Lesmore's tone, which is lightweight. So I think if I went back into body pump, that I would still feel strong. I'm not, I don't think that's much of a negative impact really. Yeah. Good. Um, but I, I feel good. I, there's no part of my body that feels like it's not benefiting or that, it, you know, I don't feel weak at all, anything like that. Yeah. And, yeah, and just, you know, so as people know this, uh, Laura looks incredible, by the way. So when we kind of led that question with uh, weight loss, um, Laura certainly does not need to lose weight in any way, shape, or form. So I just want to clarify that um, that stance because Laura we kind of played that down a little bit. Laura, you do look incredible. <laughs> you always have. You always have. <laughs> um, so yeah, you've. Start, I'm going to ask you why have you you stopped teaching body pump? Has that been because of the job change or what, what's the thoughts behind that? Yeah. So when I got back from the yoga training, I tried to implement a bit more yoga into my teaching, which uh -huh. I did. I got up to about eight classes a week. Um, and so I was already teaching pump, CX, grip, jam, shabam. 
balance, bar, tone. And in the grit, it was strength and cardio. So I was teaching so many things and I felt like I wanted to give the yoga more time to sink in because trust me, there is a hell of a lot to learn. If you don't practice yoga regularly, there is so much information. Um, so I got to the point in each of my classes, I was, I wanted to tailor it more to the people that were in front of me, but because of time restrictions, I, I didn't feel like I was putting enough time into the research. Um, so I kind of stuck to the moves that I knew um, and being able to adjust people how I knew how to adjust them. So I, I wanted to give it more. So I, I kind of pulled back from the yoga. Well, actually, I'm any child. Um, but even so, I was still teaching all of those Lesmos programs. So I decided to drop the things that I perhaps, I don't know, enjoyed slightly less. And that's not saying I don't enjoy them because I do. Um, and that's also when I, um, I wanted to put more effort into body jam because at the time I wasn't a presenter in body jam, but I wanted to be. So I had to put some time into that as well. So I was like, right, let's drop CX, let's drop pump. I can always go back to them whenever, you know, so I probably will at some point. Um, so that, that's why, that's why. Holy shit. There was a lot of classes there. There was a lot of programs. I think that message is really important because a lot of people will, you know, instructors, we are absolutely wild for that is we'll just teach program after program, class after class. And you, yeah. you end up, you, you'll end up resenting classes that you used to love or programs that you used to love. Yeah. And, or you'll end up doing classes because you've just always done them. I'm going to say classes, you'll end up doing programs, which might take you away from an area of your life that you actually want to focus on. So you, yeah. you give a brilliant example is you knew you needed to stop doing as many programs because you needed time to focus on yoga and time to focus on that body jam journey. Yeah which you yeah. couldn't do if you're doing like five hours of body pump and CX works a week because A, yeah. that'll take five hours to teach the classes. And secondly, you're going to be absolutely wrecked from doing yeah. <laughs> those five classes or, you know, of all the classes. Uh, yeah. So if we're, if we're chatting about uh, being a vegan for a group fitness instructor, you know, how, how would you recommend someone starts to make those changes if they're thinking about doing it? Um, very good question. I would suggest perhaps trying some other foods that would be kind of replacement like protein sources um, to see what you actually like, because I believe I believe in like eating the foods that you enjoy, not eating things just because. Um, so find stuff that you like, maybe try some recipes, you know, like um, one of the things I tried was um, like scrambled tofu instead of scrambled eggs. So I put lots of different flavors in there. And actually, if you get the, you know, the spices right, it's delicious. If you don't, then it's actually <laughs> really disgusting. <laughs> um, so yeah, trying some different protein sources. And then from there, when you've decided, you know, what, I really like this, then maybe replace the meat with that if, you know, if you want to. Um, also things like, you know, if you drink a lot of milk, then again, try the, try the other milk. So that, you know, it's oat milk, rice milk, um, all sorts of milk. So try them. That, that's yeah. probably what I'd say. Yeah. yeah. And the, kind of terrible question, but who would you recommend vegan for? Is that a good question? Is that a bad question? Who would you recommend it for? <laughs> <Good> question. <laughs> 
Um, I would say, you know what, if you're, if you're an animal lover and you, you eat meat, but you've kind of got that desire to not eat meat, I'd, I'd recommend it for you because I was an animal lover, you know, I grew up in the countryside and I was like, oh, you know, look at these pigs, oh, lovely. And then I, I go home and eat a bacon sandwich, which doesn't make any sense. You kind of, <laughs> it's easy to look at a packet of bacon and think, oh, you know, it's a packet of bacon. It's not sourced from an animal, but it is. And I think it's easy to have that disconnect. But if you, you know, if you do love animals and you do want to support that, then, then go for it. It's entirely up to you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to preach to anyone that you should become vegan, but I think if you've got, um, what's the word? If you've got questions about it and you, you're thinking about doing it, then do it because who says that you can't change back? No one. Yeah. And where would be a credible place for people to learn more that isn't the Game Changers film? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know what? I still haven't watched this, but I will watch it. Yeah, me neither. Um, I've watched like... Uh, credible YouTube channels, uh-huh. you know, give it a really, really good review, and other ones give it a really, really bad review. And yeah. do you listen um the Joe Rogan podcast? Uh, no, no, I haven't listened to many podcasts. So, Joe Rogan's last episode. Shout out for Joe Rogan, by the way. You know, feel free to give like a long podcast a shout out in yours. He had the one of the producers and creators of the Game Changers on it, and another high powered doctor stroke celebrity who ripped game changers to shreds he joe rogan had both of them on and honestly see the i had to turn it off after 20 minutes because it was just like two politicians trying to out fact each other without ever asking questions it was the most difficult <laughs> listen which has actually made me want to watch game changers even more just because <laughs> these two children were being complete dickheads um i know we said we wouldn't call anyone a dickhead but these two these oh, men, done it now <laughs> yeah, you, you see the first 20 minutes. It's a three-hour and 52-minute podcast. Wow. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're going to stop this after, uh, like, 70 minutes max, but three hours, 52, <laughs> I imagine. Anyway, I can't even remember what I asked. Um, where would you recommend people find out more, like, credible places of resource? Um, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I would say... Oh, do you, I don't really know. Um maybe just yeah go online or find some good books but you know be open to looking around everywhere because um the recipes i found were just online i think i looked on pinterest or pinterest i don't even know how you say it (laughs) that that site um and that's where i got the recipes from i found some really good vegan pancakes on there um and just maybe um you know, people who have been vegan for a long time might have an account on there that you can follow. I know my yoga tutor, she's got an account on there, uh, loads of really good vegan uh, recipes. Um, so yeah, just, just look about and, and see what's around. Yeah, I think, I think that's a good one to kind of advise people on. It's f- find your, find people who you look up to who are doing it. And, you know, I've said this a few times is walk the same path, just do it in your own shoes. So yeah. if, you know, if you see, you know, your yoga instructors eating, what was that? Scrambled tofu? Yeah. You know, yeah. Go and try it. But like, if you hate it, don't have it just because this idol of yours might be enjoying it. You know, you do need to make those decisions yourself. You know, um, again, and don't choose a diet based on some idolistic fantasy you have of somebody who's living that life. You've got to do it for your own reasons and find your own, your own loves in it. 
hundred percent. And do you know what? Even if you know there might be a recipe for, I say, scrambled tofu with I don't know this spice, but then you know, play around with it because there are so many things you can make. You can you know alter it to your own recipe. So yeah, spend some time in the kitchen. Scary place to be, but <laughs> <laughs> have have you noticed like? any difference in kind of like your social media engagement in terms of maybe instructors or your class members kind of reaching out to you maybe they might be vegans and just have more questions or um not in a big big way there are you know sometimes class participants will ask me what i eat uh-huh. or um you know how much i exercise things like that and i've said oh i'm vegan and they've then asked me a few questions so mm-hmm. um you know people are interested to know um and you know you get some pretty random questions like you know how many times a day should i eat and (laughs) things you can't really specifically answer per person but um yeah people are interested so yeah yeah. right just in my head you know when i think about instructors i don't believe there would be many instructors who are vegan am i am i wrong um i I don't know officially. So uh, a good friend of mine, um, Carrie Harris, who's yeah. also on the Shabam team, she's also vegan. Uh, uh-huh. She's been vegan, I'm not quite sure how long, maybe a couple, two to three years, something like that. Um, so she was great to hang out with because we did a few module trainings together um, towards her sign off for Shabam. And, you know, she'd bring the snacks. <laughs> that, that was really good for me. And I was like, oh, you know, that's a great snack. And then maybe I'd bring this and we'd, we'd chat about it. Um, so it, it is, it's nice to find maybe another instructor or someone who you spend a bit of time with who, you know, has the same interests or might appreciate, you know, what you're doing, what you're eating. Yeah. Oh, just, just kind of come off the top of my head. Yeah. Like I wonder, I wonder how many, I would love to find out the diet, like choices mm. of you know, Les, Les Mills UK land group fitness instructors, like yeah. how many are vegans, vegetarian, omnivores, carnivores, whatever, whatever else divorce that yeah, they are. I mean, it would just, it would just be interesting to find out. Maybe. About. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the first question at module training from now on. <laughs> Necessary information. Yeah. Bet, bet you one day it will be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just to kind of, I've got a couple, couple more questions. Um, just to debunk maybe a couple of myths. Um, so Laura Turner, you're famous for being a dancer with Les Mills, a singer with uh, Laura Turner Records Incorporation. <laughs> what does your training look like? Because dancers don't like to train. So what does your training look like? Okay, so this is interesting because, um, yeah, <laughs> currently I don't do a lot other than my classes, uh, I'm going to be honest. Um, so the last, I don't know, six months or so, I'd say the only extra training I've done is that I've gone to some other people's yoga classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've incorporated some body combat, body attack, some grip strength, and I've been to sprint a few times. So maybe I'll do one or two classes a week that aren't mine. Um, which I love doing because, you know, as an instructor, you, you, it's nice to go to the other side. Um, I dance in my kitchen a lot. <laughs> um, um, but if I'm, yeah, if I'm honest, I, I haven't been in the gym in forever. Um, it, it's something that reminds me of why I do what I do, because I don't have a motivation to go to the gym because I don't like training on my own 
thing. Uh, I know a lot of people are the same and that's why I do group fitness. So it is a good reminder for me to, for what I do, um, but it's not good for my training. So up until I think it was last August, I used to go to CrossFit maybe once or twice a week. Um, mm -hmm. I loved that um, and I loved the lifting or the Olympic lifting. So if I was going to do anything, I'd do that. I just hadn't got time right now. Yeah, that's cool. And I think when you go from teaching what I expect would have been about 20 to 25 classes a week mm -hmm. down yeah. to 10, 15 classes a week, whatever it is, I think you might just enjoy a little bit of downtime. You're smiling. Yeah. I, can see, I can see that's a resounding yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, I was going to finish with a completely on prep question. So I want to frame this right is, you know, Laurie might, this is for everyone listening, Laura might be known as a Les Mills UK trainer, but in order to become a trainer, first of all, you have to be an instructor. And mm -hmm. Laura, just like Ricky Long, just like Lindsay Morrison, just like Adam Burke, just like everyone, has the basic of basic Les Mills certifications in body pump, grit, tone, shabam, jam. And you go at least once a year to Lanzarote Club Lasante. Yes. So that is not a, I'm a Les Mills trainer, let me come and teach. That is, I'm a Les Mills instructor yeah. and I come and teach. So how, how does that work? Because there's so many people probably see that and think, holy shit, I want to do that. I want mm -hmm. to teach, quote unquote, whilst on holiday. So what yeah. does it look like? Is it a holiday? Is it work? Tell us about it. Um, cool. So there's kind of like two ways with that. So at, like at the moment I could go there on holiday whenever I could just book it and I'd go along and I'd maybe ask the instructors there, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm an instructor too. Do you mind if I shadow you or, or team teach with you? And they'd likely say yes, because they're there all the time. So in that respect, you can just go and do that, uh, which is amazing. Um, the other week that I do, which I think, I don't know if you were specifically referring to that. Um, so they do, they run lots of events around the year. Okay. Um, so the one I've just got back from is their total body conditioning week. Um, and that's organized by someone who used to work there and um, they put together a team. And again, it's not necessarily, um, you know, trainers or presenters from whatever company, but they, they choose people that they, they know teach well. Um, and then you can go and teach for them. And, and that for me was, uh, you know, obviously I, I had the skills, but it was kind of, I knew the person that put it together. So that's kind of how I got into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great place to go and train. It's a great place to go in and teach. Um, they take applications all year round from, uh, you know, the UK, um, from any country really. And actually I looked online, you can just apply. Mm -hmm. You can just apply. Um, just note down your skills, what you teach. They have freestyle stuff there as well. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in teaching for them, just get online and apply. And uh, if you just want to go on holiday and, and teach, just go and ask the instructor, say, hey, I'm here on holes. Can I, can I get involved? And I'm sure they'd be more than happy to do that. Yeah. And like, I'm not the only person kind of wondering this, like, do you get paid for it? Do you get benefits from it? Um, from the week that I've just done or just going on holiday? Do you get paid for going on holiday? Because I'll, I'll sign me up. <laughs> holiday is that? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so if you if you were to apply, maybe to what way would it work if you were to apply? I'm I'd love to come and work there for a week or a month. Do you get any sort of benefits from that, or is it just you literally become their timetable 
instructor? <laughs> um, no, so uh, one of the things it does say on the website is that if you work for them, they look for people to work for like a minimum of nine months. Okay. Um, so like, unfortunately you couldn't just go, you know, for a month and teach. Mm -hmm. That's crossed my mind, but it, they prefer to have people long-term. Um, so obviously if you do stay for that amount of time, you'd be employed by them and yes, uh -huh. you'd get paid. Um, so yeah, if you're just there on holiday, um, you probably wouldn't get paid. I, I don't think, <laughs> yeah. um, but benefits, um, you're outside in the sun teaching. I mean, yeah. it's not a monetary benefit, but oh my God, it, it's amazing to teach outside in the sun. It's absolutely glorious. I love yeah. it. I've, I've seen the pictures and videos of you and other people who, um, who have done it in the past. It was actually Hugh Davis and Sam Davis actually yes. shared on their social media thing yeah. yesterday when they were at either La Santa or what's the other one in Lanzarote? Is it Pleiades? Is that Lanzarote? Yeah. Is that Fort Aventura? Yeah. Aventura. Yeah. yeah. Um, sharing pictures of that. And it's just like, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're on holiday or you're there working to be doing As people who are listening to this we enjoy being active so to go and teach a class stroke take part in a class in the sunshine like how good's that to spend your quote-unquote holiday yeah it's, it's amazing and like so other things like you know you get to network and socialize with other active people as well so mm -hmm. you meet all kinds of people from all over the world um, you know, lots of top athletes do go there and work out as well. It's not just, you know, yeah. <laughs> the public. Um, yeah. So it, it's so great for meeting other people. Yeah, I am looking forward to my first Club La Santa visit next year. I think I'll yeah. have two, which is nice. Oh. Are you going to stay there? Or are you staying outside of the... Well, I think the plan is, um, so obviously the Ironman is Club La Santa and that's May. So the plan is I want to go out before that, like maybe a month or two before that and do some hot weather drinking, uh, hot weather training. Um, <laughs> so I'll definitely get a look at Club La Santa. It's obviously, um, it, it's quite an expensive place to go on holiday. So yeah. uh, it'll depend on prices and budgets. Um, but yeah, we would definitely like to say, because they do the past the party the night before. They do, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to do the past the party. <laughs> You're a past the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. Is is there anything else you want to add just about kinda yourself and, and vegan life as a as a group fitness instructor and um that, that might add value to anyone? Um I think I think I've already touched on it really, but just to you know, if you're mildly interested in in it in a genuine way, then look into it and you know, if you can, if you've got time, do your research first about what other things you can eat because if you don't and you just throw yourself into it, that's when you'll find that you're not eating enough calories or, you know, you're living on lettuce, like you said, <laughs> because you, you don't know what else to eat. So it will be worth that time to see what um, kind of replacement foods you can have. And, and again, like I said, choose ones that you like because there's nothing worse than eating food that you think is disgusting just because it's vegan um it, it is so much more trendy now there's so much more out there and available um especially where i live in you know i'm london based so there's loads um which makes it really easy um but you know i think it is becoming more and more popular so yeah just do your research um and enjoy is there a les mills instructor vegan facebook group Ooh, um not that i'm aware of 
you've got to get that set up. You've got to get that network set up. Imagine how imagine how powerful that would be. It's like it's like a vegan cult within a Les Mills cult. I mean, this would be this (laughs) this would be pen writing it down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this could be the most powerful of movements. (laughs) What what have I just done? <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> All right. So three questions just to, to finish on. Um, what purchases under a hundred pound have you made that have made amazing impacts on your life? Ooh, that's a very, very good question. I've got quite a few answers for that. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> um so one of them was a book that I bought um oh, it's about I don't know, five, six, maybe even seven years ago now. Um and people will have opinions on it and whatever, I don't care. Um, the Secret, uh, because before that, I had not really heard about the law of attraction. And just by reading that book changed my whole mind frame. Um, and yeah, I'm a lot more positive now. So that was a really good purchase. It was like twelve ninety nine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, can I mention my others? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Um, a thermos flask. For teas and coffees. <laughs> Simple, <laughs> effective, functional. Um, Tipex mouse. <laughs> I, I like <laughs> um, and I love a bit of stationery. So diaries, notebooks, and it allows me to make a lot of lists um, to get the stuff out of my head and become more like active, proactive in doing stuff and you know, having goals um, and ideas. And I love that. So they're, they're probably the things... Yeah, a good pen and a nice notepad. Yeah. Uh, what is the last book you read and who would you recommend it for? So read or listen to? The the book I'm, I've almost finished it right now, now is, um, I've got it here, <laughs> uh, The Seven Secrets of Synchronicity. Um, it's really interesting. It's, I have not heard okay, of this it's one. It's by Christian McGregor. It kind of touches on the law of attraction as well, but it kind of opens your eyes to like patterns and things like that. I'm just going to leave it as that really, because um, just, just read it. It's, it's really, really good. Um, yeah. I'm just really interested in things like that because if you, you know, if you're looking at your phone all day, you're not going to look up and notice these things. And it, sometimes my mind is blown. Let's just mm. say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've done, I've digressed just a little bit. I put this in a, an email earlier this week. Um, I love Black Friday because mm-hmm. you get emails from everyone and everything you've ever subscribed to. So I spend Black Friday just unsubscribing from a whole lot of shit that I don't want cluttering <laughs> up my inbox. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, another thing I've done, I've done a complete audit on my phone where my phone won't light up anymore. Okay. So I don't pander to my phone. So the only three things that can make my phone light up is if my mum phones me, if Lindsay phones me, or if Lindsay's daughter phones me. Otherwise, Amazing. my phone will not light up. It will not ring. I will not get a notification for any social media or yeah. a WhatsApp, anything like that. Because you spend your, you're talking about synchronicity, is it, you spend your life pandering to your phone. And one thing a lot of people set themselves they set themselves up every single day where your phone's in charge because your phone is your alarm and you have to touch your phone before you start your day yeah and it's it's the wrong order um so i'm definitely going to look into that book because it just kind of it's synchronized in my own brain there like i did that link um (laughs) yeah and it just (laughs) (laughs) um so 
the last one is I, I love the journey that you've been on. What you've done this year is you've you've gone from teaching an obscene amount of group exercise classes. You've gone back into club management and group exercise yeah. management, and you've also gone through the yoga journey and you're going through vegan. So what's what's kind of next for you? What's next for me? That's a really good question. Um, let me pause. Let me just jump in for people listen. Laura, how long have you been on the Lesville's UK team? I've been on the team since 2013. So roughly the same amount of time as me. And what was amazing about you this year is you, we call it being signed off. In other words, you became a trainer in another new, not a new program, but a, a new program for you. So you yeah. were on for Shabam, I want to say. Yeah. And then all this time, you've always been a dancer for Jam as well. Yeah. yeah. And now you're a trainer presenter for Jam. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? That, was, that was a long time coming. So mm -hmm. uh, just a, a brief story. So when I joined yeah. the team, it was primarily for Shabam and Body Step, which mm -hmm. people think, what? You know, don't see yeah. you. <laughs> um, that, that was what I was kind of signed up for. And... Um, it got to the stage where, you know, we, we got signed off in our first program. So mine was Shabam. And then it was time to do the second one. And at the time, um, I worked in the Lesmal's office, which I kind of haven't mentioned during this podcast. Um, and I remember speaking to Isla. Um, so Isla, man, oh God, Vandam, <laughs> Isla. <laughs> BDM. <laughs> um, BDM, uh, that's the initials of her surname. Uh, <laughs> She knew that Dave Kyle, um, because he was the trainer manager at the time, he knew he was about, sorry, she knew that he was about to send out the email saying, right, these are the people who are about to do their second program and this is what they are. And she knew the passion that I had for Body Jam. And so she said to me, look, you know, you need to speak to Dave like now. He's about to send this email. So I was like, oh God, uh, I'm not very good at like confrontation and stuff like that. But I, I went and spoke to him and I just said to, to Dave Kyle, look, um, I know that my program was meant to be body step, but you know, can I change it to body jam? And he said, well, yeah, speak to, you know, speak to Phil, speak to the others and let's get you started on that then instead of step. So I was so, so glad, you know, so thankful to Isla for telling me that because otherwise things could have gone differently. And that was in 2014, I believe. So the second year on the team um, and I didn't get signed off in body jam. Uh, so I was a bit devoted about that, devastated. Um, so yeah, it's only been this year that I've kind of, you know, done the hard work and it, it paid off luckily, which was, which was really nice. So I achieved the goal. It was like five years later than planned, but I still do it. And I think, you know, again, people out there listening, if you have a goal and it doesn't work out the first time, don't, you know, don't put it to the side, keep working at whatever it is that you want to do and, and just do it because it doesn't matter if the time passes because it's still going to pass anyway. So why not? work towards it you know yeah that's powerful i remember reading the email when it was announced so for those listening we get team emails um just a team announcements that sort of thing what's going on and in the email it was announced that you've been signed off for body jam um and like, like i said it was a few months ago and i just remember thinking because because i know you personally and yeah. i knew that would have a meant a lot and b felt really fucking good because it's been a long time coming um yeah. for you so yeah well, well done for that um and i think that's a nice message you kind of uh said there um so yeah well what what's next for you 
Do you know what? It's, um, I, I don't know. I'm currently thinking about what's next because um, in my personal life, um, so I'm now not with the person that I was with for the last six years. So this is kind of like a big change, big turnaround. So I now really want to think about what it is that I want to do, where I want to be. Um, music's always been a big part of my life. I love Same. singing. I actually haven't decided, but I, I do want to um, dance more. I want to do music more. I want to travel more. So uh, we'll see. I want to read more. You know, there's a lot of things that I want to do. Yeah. I'm a bit over ambitious, if I'm honest. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I think you should get on the phone and uh, give Carrie a little message and say I'm joining you. Yeah, oh, no, that's one of the options. One of the options. Yeah, <laughs> go see. for it. Go for it. Uh, Laura, I have loved having you on and having this chat. This um, I've really, really enjoyed it. So, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Where's the best place? Um, probably Instagram. So, my Instagram, do they call it a handle? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So technical. Um, so it's Laura underscore T underscore Lesmills UK. So I do use that, I'd say mostly for work stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I have, do you know what? You, you were talking about TikTok on your social media the other day, mm -hmm. and it turns out I already had an account. <laughs> Amazing, love it. It's like, you joined 83 weeks ago. Like, oh. <laughs> so I'm going to look to start to use that more because that incorporates like music and video, doesn't it? So Yeah, you'll love it. Yeah, I'm quite excited about that. So maybe yeah. there, I think it's, I think it might be Lou Turner, L-O-U Turner on there. So yeah, have a look. But Excellent. your account's like entertaining. So I think, you know, <laughs> TikTok if you haven't already. But that sounds rude. <laughs> uh, I have my moments in TikTok. I don't quite have the brain for TikTok yet. Um, so yeah, I will put all of your social media in there. She's away. She's pissing herself laughing. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> uh, I will put all of your social media links and handles on or on the show notes and people can get in touch and follow you. And I look forward to the Les Mills instructors. You can't call it Les Mills instructors, the group fitness instructors, vegan Facebook group. Let's <laughs> see <laughs> how many people join, shall we? <laughs> right, thank you for having me. It's been great. It's been great. Not a problem. I love that. And I will catch you on the other side of the stop button. You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. As always, massive thank you for listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Any feedback and reviews, if you can go drop a review on iTunes and Spotify, that really means a lot. You've actually no idea how much that means. It means so much that you would even listen to this. And if you could go and write a short review, that actually helps me um, bring you more episodes of the Ricky Long Podcast. And just a quick insight, there's been a review of the Ricky Long Podcast, an internal review with me and a couple of members of our team. And there's big plans for what the vision is for this Ricky Long Podcast going into 2020. So yeah, I want to thank all you guys for giving me this kind of support um, and the foundation to try and do even bigger and better things with this podcast. So watch this space. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, and yeah, have a great end of the year. If it's the last time uh, do a podcast this year, please have a great Christmas, have a great New Year's, and I'll see you in 2020.
You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.